0: and we're recording we're back for another episode episode 23 unfortunately we're doing this over zoom Queenie was in Wollongong yesterday but we couldn't record the episode because I misplaced one of the other microphones but I am your host Samuel Finlay and my co-host but before I introduce him I must say this
1: happy birthday happy birthday Simon Quinn thank you very much Samuel Finlay I appreciate that my friend How does it feel? It's been good. Oh, you know, I feel another day younger. I'm still in my 20s, so it's not the end of the world just yet. But I'll be soon. I'll be in my 30s, so that'll be exciting. But, you know, I'll take it. I still feel young. I'm still going strong, you know, getting it in, getting it done. Shout out to Murph for that one. But, you know, it was a good weekend, good turnout. And I'm, you know, glad to be back potting.
0: I was going to say another year wiser, but, you know, another year younger, that, that'll that do it too. But uh, yeah, it was great to, to celebrate with you while you were in Bullingong last night for your birthday. Had some, some birthday celebrations and some pizza, a couple of drinks. It was great to catch up there. How'd you pull up this morning?
1: Yeah, like you said, yeah, I felt good, man. Woke up this morning feeling pretty fresh, better than I was last weekend. I was a bit dusty, but this weekend I definitely backed up and it was good. Yeah, like you said, man, pizza over 50. Always gets the job done. So shout out to those guys, especially the guy that always hustles for us. And, you know, beers, mate. I love a good beer. You love a beer. We had a serpent kiss. I had some sours. I even had an espresso martini randomly. The fire pit was cranking. Chris Stringer was loving it. He was the fireman, a.k.a. Sauron. Um, That was good. And now, you know, unfortunately, like you mentioned before, we meant to do this in person, but, you know, sometimes... Your co-host can let you down, but that's all right. <laughs> we'll push through. We're raw. Who cares? We've both got our mics now. The sound's working. We're good to go. Well, our birthday
0: edition of the podcast, you know, you can't ask for much more than that. If we had have recorded it yesterday in person, it wouldn't have been a birthday edition. wouldn't have so been the same. Here we are on your birthday recording episode 23. So last week we drafted our Marvel DC comic book character teams, you had the first pick and we went one to 10. So basically five starters, five on the bench there this week. I think we should go back and, and review our teams and you know, as, as all coaches, managers, owners do, they make some changes. So we, we going to, I'm going to give you the opportunity and myself the opportunity to make some changes, you can drop some players, maybe offer a trade if you want. Um, we've also got a, a listener uh, review of our teams to read out, which we'll get to in a moment. But uh, first of all, how about you start? What was the team you drafted last week?
1: Or I should say, was it last yeah, so, week? Two weeks ago. Yeah, it was last week, yeah. Last week. In our last week pod. Yeah. As you know, I was lucky enough to get the first pick. I won the Scissor Paper Rock contest sizzle for some reason didn't know how it worked the first time so we had to recount <laughs> down again to make sure we got it right so that was good and then as you know number one pick me and you love this guy i picked up thor as we know number one pick for me i then went pretty solid after that captain america was in there got it had to get peter quill in there i had prince t'challa i also had batman that was that was pretty much my starting five so straight away i was pretty happy with that starting five and then you kind of stitch me up when you draft the Joker. Cause I thought I might get him a bit later, but I'm thinking about it. I don't know if I'm going to push for him. I don't know if I want to offer any trades just yet. I might have to think about it, but on my bench though, real strong here, solid bench. Venom, of course, spoke about this. Love Venom. Also Deadpool, hilarious, great character. Also Wolverine. Got to love, get me some Hugh Jackman in there. I also had my, pretty much my sneaky pick, Dr. Doom. Yeah. Again, like I was saying, I did some research on this guy. He's a badass. Like he gets it done. Beats Thanos in one of the comic series. He has all these different powers. He has like super strength when he's in his armor. He can like, you know, read minds, shoot out light. He's pretty cool. He's got some serious get up, so get around him. And then finally, I made this pick. I was think it was a bit of a rush pick. I eventually I I called him Ratchet originally, but I meant Rocket obviously from Guardians of the Galaxy. But I was thinking about it and when we kind of reviewed these, I was like, "Oh, I do love Rocket, but I think I probably could have done a bit better." So I'm proposing the following sizzle. I'm gonna drop Hold on, Rocket. hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: I gotta I got get, I gotta give my team out first. I gotta give my team oh, fine, out. First. Fine, can, fine, fine. Then
0: we drop the gun here. I, I don't want you to you know, pick up a free agent before I can even name my
1: team. <laughs> So, oh, well, this free agent's coming in hot. I'll tell you that much. There's two <laughs> options here and I'm not sure which one to go with. Well, I'll read out my team first and we can
0: see if we can make some changes. So with the number one pick, obviously you took Thor, which devastated me. It was always going to happen, whoever had the number one pick. So I went with the, the second obvious choice. That was Iron Man. Uh, followed by Killmonger. I then went Doctor Strange at number three. I went Loki and I went the Joker. Uh, and then my bench, I had my sixth man, which was Thor, which I was very pleased to pick up on my bench. Uh, I then had probably the biggest, um,
1: Did you say Thor was on your bench. Is that what you just sorry. said?
0: Sorry. Thanos. Thanos. What
1: am I saying? I think I had Thor. He was my first pick. It's raw. What are you doing? Come on. Yeah. you know, we, we don't Thanos. Remember. Sorry. Keep, sorry. I uh, <laughs> kept going. You got the Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. That's who I meant.
0: <laughs> uh, but then I made the, probably the. The worst choice of the whole draft. <laughs> this was bad. I didn't say it on the day, but it was pretty bad. And I picked Green Goblin at number seven. Not at number seven, for my seventh player. Sure. Uh, which I, I'm still baffled I picked Green Goblin. Anyway, after that, I, I, I went to He's Asgard rattled. and I picked Hella and Hemdall, Um And then I went Spider-Man. So that was nice. my team it's there. Lot. Um. Now, before we make any trades, I should read out uh, a listener review. This is from Caleb Hansy who, you know, shout, shout out. out. He's got um, a number of great podcasts out there as well. You should listen to them. I believe he's doing a Christmas podcast uh, where he's going to rank the top 10 Christmas movies of all time. So I'm hoping you get a like an episode, it. But yeah, you should check that out when it comes out. But big shout out to Caleb for listening to the podcast. Uh, but yeah, this is what he said about the draft. So. Overall, on starting five, in brackets, I picture this, if this was a basketball team. Close brackets. I think overall, Captain America's leadership, along with Thor's talent, would give Quinny the edge. You do have Thanos, equivalent of LeBron coming off the bench, although Quinny has Doctor Doom, which is like having Andre Iguodala and his ability to defeat Thanos. Having Spider-Man for you is like having Lou Williams coming off the bench. He's going to average 16 minutes. Sorry, 16 minimum over the series. Although Venom and Deadpool, I think, overall play the bad boy Pistons and edge it out. It's a Game 7 series, but I think Quinny wins in the end. Tony Stark's jersey gets retired, however, obviously. So, Caleb had you Love it. as the winner there. And a, a great review there. Thanks again, Caleb, for for the review. I have said to him a number of times, we need to get him on a podcast. We really should. We need to get him on. Maybe our next podcast. He gave you the win. And look, I I, I can't really argue with that, especially having green goblin on my team. I feel that's a massive flaw, and I should just, I have to give you the win because of having green goblin. But now I want to give you the opportunity and myself the opportunity to make some changes. So there's a lot of free agents out there. So let's, let's just go crazy here and make as many changes as possible. Offer up some, some trades if, you, if need be. Um, and yeah, and I think we we can go that way. I think I should have the first
1: choice because you had the number one pick. First pick, yep, that makes sense. or oh, actually, or we can. No, rock no you go, like... you go. No, you go. No, no, don't worry about it. I'll be, will okay. be the gentleman. All right, it's my birthday, so I'll be charitable today for you. I'll let you get the first pick up. All right, of those free agents. So I am going to drop
0: Green Goblin as fast as possible. <laughs> good, good, <laughs> good. Yep, good choice there, Sizzle. I'll Green take Goblin that, yep. is is going to be dropped straight away. And now there's a lot of great free agents out here, and this was tough. But I am going to pick up Captain Marvel. Oh, dog! So that that's that's what I'm doing. Solid pick up. Yeah, so Uh, that's that's my first change. Are you you gonna make any changes
1: to your team? I was, and unfortunately, like I was trying, I was saying before, I do love Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he's solid in there, but I think I just need a bit more from my bench. And I felt like you know I wanted to get a female in there, but uh, you ended up taking Captain Marvel ahead of me. So I'm going to go off my backup plan because, you know, every good GM needs to have a backup plan. And I think this one has got X Factor written all over it. So I'm going to get rid of Rocket. And I'm going to dive deep back into DC. I'm going to pick up the man, the myth, the legend. That is Superman. Ooh. Okay.
0: Superman. Yeah, right. Only
1: Kryptonite hurts this man. I'm taking Superman. He's in. Sorry, Rocket. I do love you. But Superman, get him in. Thank you very much. X-Factor all over him. Pretty much is invincible. Unless Rad. you throw kryptonite at him. So were you going to pick Were you
0: going to pick up Captain Marvel over Superman? No, I, was,
1: I yeah. originally was going to go Captain Marvel over Superman because they were the two choices I wanted to make. And then I wanted to, you know, I've got all males on there. I want to, you know, mm. get a girl in there, you know, a female lead. And then you beat me to the punch. I just, I'm just
0: not a fan of Superman. Superman or his story. I mean... You know, I got to have people I like on this team. So I'm fine with you picking up Superman there. Uh, another change I'm going to make, it, it's tough dropping him because I really do like this character uh, and I like the Asgardians. Uh, but I'm going to drop Hamdahl and I'm going to pick up Scarlet Witch.
1: Oh, nice. It's a good one. Why, do, why Scarlet Witch? As I mean, pick? Scarlet
0: Witch is, is one of the more powerful characters in the Marvel world. Um, you know, we see her particularly in the latter Avengers movies show off her power there. Um, and her power is pretty untapped and there's potential there. We sort of don't know the uh, the full power she has. So, had to pick up Scarlet Witch there. She got great potential. I think she'll slot right into this team Uh, perfectly. I was going to pick up instead of Scarlet Witch and she's a free agent so I mean, feel free to pick her up was Jean Grey. I almost picked up Jean Grey. Oh, so, I legit
1: was just about to say that. Okay, well, there you go. Who are you dropping for Jean Grey then? So, I've had a look back over my team and I was looking at it and I know I kind of got Batman like I do love Batman like that's, he's a good character but I think I want to get some, uh, you know, I want to get a female in there. So I might drop Batman and pick up Jean Grey, the phoenix. Right, right. Okay. Or the dark phoenix. Yeah.
0: There you go. All right. Well, I am going to make one more. I wasn't going to make another change, but now I will. I'm going to make another one too. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, go. I
0: am going to... I'm gonna drop Spider-Man.
1: Ooh, which is, really it's tough.
0: I, I I really like Spider-Man, but I feel like I have to pick up this character just to compete with your team. That's Lex Luthor.
1: Ooh, right, Lex Luthor. Yes, yeah, Superman's arch enemy. Got to do like it. it. Very nice. I, I don't Very particularly nice. like him as a as a character, but but you got to match up with my Superman. Yeah, pick up. you know, like this it. is all about making tough decisions as a GM. Got to make the tough decision. Well, that's what I mean. I've just updated my team. Sorry, Batman. I have to get you out. I have Superman in at the moment. He's taken over as that DC role for me on my team. So do you want my last pick? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I honestly thought you might have done this, but I'm glad you didn't. So this came down to two players. I was thinking about my team. I love Prince T'Challa and I do love Peter Quill. And I know you had Killmonger in your team, so I'm gonna keep Prince T'Challa in the team. Just to match you on that. Yep. And I love Peter Quill, but I'm gonna drop him You're dropping the Star Lord. I'm dropping Star Lord, but this next one is I think worth it. And I'm surprised you didn't pick you made me think about him. I'm going Magneto. Ooh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because I mentioned him last week as sort of you someone... You mentioned him was, last week yeah. and I was just like, oh, actually, so that was my... I got, I'm i getting rid of, obviously, my boy, Peter Quill. Sorry, Star-Lord. I do love you, but I'm getting Magneto in. Nice. A great pick there. And, you know, I recently watched all the X-Men movies, like, in the right chronological mm-hmm. order. So I was like, yeah, I'm on. So I now have a few Are you X-Men you sure you don't want to pick up so Green Wolverine? Goblin?
0: He's a free agent
1: now. No, I do not want Green Goblin. No. <laughs> I like pretend to pick him up and then I just cut him. But like, no. <laughs> Give him a 10-day contract, he Come on. 10-day contract. So that's my updated team. So You I can pick, pick up, up Hobgoblin. No. <laughs> I'll take Magneto. I'll take Jean Grey. And I'll All take right. Superman. Nice.
0: All right, well... Done. I, there was one more player I was going to pick up, but I thought I shouldn't pick him up just purely because I don't actually know enough about him or his story. And it would be an easy option just to pick him up. But I feel like, you know, that's, if I don't really know enough about him and I don't know like about his abilities, I shouldn't really be picking him up. You know, as a GM, you're not going to pick up a player you don't know anything about. So that was, galactus i was very close to picking up galactus purely because i've read about him is he's probably the strongest uh you know villain there is he's said to be stronger than thanos so he was someone i was gonna pick up but like i said i i I don't want to be an imposter here i don't really know enough about him so i'm not going to pick him up he's going to stay a free agent uh
1: so yeah i mean there it is no more picks from you no more picks from me. Nah. Do you want I've to offer made a my trade? Decision. I'm thinking about... I was uh, just having a look at my team, but I was just like, nah. I'll keep him. I do like the Joker, d- but... I thought you were going to offer me someone up. for the Joker. There I'm not going to give up. I'm not giving up much for the Joker. Can't be done. I'll, I'll offer you a I'd only a give straight up one player, but no. Nah. I'll offer you a straight up trade.
0: Joker for oh, yeah, Wolverine. You got? Joker for Wolverine, straight up.
1: Hmm... I mean, I feel that's a fair trade. That That is a fair trade. That's your boy, the Joker. I I know. That is a fair trade. And I do have a lot of X Men characters on my roster now. You know what? Just because it's a fun podcast, Wolverine. All right, I'll take it. I'll take that trade. I'll get Joker off you. You can have Wolverine. All right, the deal has been made. Deal's done. I like it. I'm changing my team, get him in. I want to draft him anyway. But you got him and I thought I could get him late when he actually did it. That's okay. He's on my team now. That's all right. I've got Magneto anyway. He's pretty much better or just as good as, as Wolverine. And then I've got Jean Grey as well. He's pretty much considered like... Yeah, I was going to say... I was
0: like going to say, but that might have turned you off trading him. You, you might want Wolverine in your team if you've got Jean Grey in there. But you do have Magneto. I feel like Magneto can probably fill that void.
1: And Doctor, yeah, Doctor Doom's Clutchman, Superman too. I think I'm set. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm much happier about my team now. Uh, despite losing some oh of my, my favorite
0: characters, it was tough to, to drop Spider-Man and Hemdal. I really like those, those two characters
1: there, but I feel like I have a much stronger team. So, that's right. that's, who, who knows? have to make the, touch, the tough decision sizzle and that's what we've done. We've, I think both our teams are a lot stronger now anyway. Yeah. So, I'll it's good.
0: Well, there you have it. The, Any last
1: uh, minute trades? No, I've got nothing else for you. Unless you want to
0: offer me something. No, no,
1: I'm good. I'm happy. you sure you don't take Green Goblin? No, he's not (laughs) getting on this roster. Not even a two-way contract. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, there you have it. That is our uh, updated draft, I guess. Well, the draft was last week. So they're the changes we've made. I feel like we've both got stronger teams there. Uh, And, you know, maybe next episode we can have another draft. I don't know what,
1: what, what we'll draft I like next. it. Maybe we we'll draft, draft something. Yeah, I like it. That's yeah, cool. Let's, let's have a think Drafts about are that. always we'll fun. Have, yeah, we'll, we'll have another yeah.
0: draft in the next episode.
1: So, should We're we move on. on? Yeah, let's move on, Sizzle.
0: All right. So, last week, I was supposed to have watched the first episode of The Sopranos. I didn't get around to it. So, mm-hmm. we've both done that for this episode. I mean, you did it well on time. I didn't Sopranos pilot. We, this is a show that neither of us had watched and it's, you know, critically acclaimed as probably one of the best shows of all time, right up there with, you know, the wire and, 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 you know, the best of all time. What did you think of the, the pilot episode? Obviously it's only one episode. So, you know, it's, it's a bit hard to judge a whole series off the first episode, but did you like the pilot enough to continue watching on? What was your, your reaction, yeah. initial well, reaction gonna, yeah, to that pilot episode?
1: Yeah, so as you know, I, I watched it a few weeks ago. So you've watched it recently, a bit uh, a bit recently more than I have. But I liked it. As you know, I ended up watching pretty much the first, I think I watched like the first five episodes. And then unfortunately, I started watching uh, The Walking Dead again. And they kind of got me hooked. And then uh, I was watching Seinfeld at the same time. And then I haven't gone back to... The Sopranos just yet. I've been watching another show So on you got five so episodes, episodes in, did you say? I got five episodes in and okay. I've really enjoyed it so far. Like I really enjoy, I think I'm really, I'm already kind of inve- invested in the characters already. I really enjoy Tony Soprano in particular. He's really, he's a really interesting character. Also, he's psychiatrist with Jennifer, mm-hmm. psychiatrist. Their relationship's really, really interesting. And I think that's something that I really liked about the pilot episode, how it's like, he's like some, you know, big mafia boss but he suffers from like anxiety and panic attacks and stuff yeah. he's like having conversations with um, his psychiatrist why he's he's talking about you know he's talking about you know certain things he's done in his life but he's not actually referencing him like you know he you know trying to you know running like a business as a mafia lord like a mafia mm. boss so he's kind of making s- certain comments about different things and then you get like scenes from the show where like his crew are like off Attacking someone, trying to kill someone, trying to get money off someone. So, I think it's really, really interesting, and I like. I am just kind of interested in that that whole. You know, he's like looking in the swimming pool, and the ducks are in there, and then like the ducks are they fly away the swimming pool, and then they fly away, and then he just like has a meltdown. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see how that picks up, and then also his relationship with his wife is obviously a bit. How you going? And then. I don't know. I can't remember if you see her in the pilot, but his relationship with his mother is also another thing that's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, you do see her in the pilot. Yeah, so she's a very interesting character. So I think for me, I enjoyed the pilot. So, you know, like when I like to watch a pilot, if I do enjoy it, I'll give the show a bit more time. And then I think I'm up to about episode five of the season. Are you
0: invested enough now to watch the whole series?
1: I think I am, but I think at the moment, because I'm watching different things, I might just watch them for a bit more and then I'll get back into The Sopranos. Yeah. How about you? You watched it pretty much today, didn't you? Yeah, I watched it literally. So like, it's fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, like how did you find it?
0: An hour before we, we started recording this podcast. Yeah, I really liked yeah. the first episode. I thought it was um, really interesting how they decided to shoot that first episode. Like you sort of said, you know, he's, he's having a, an appointment with his psychologist or um, psychiatrist. Um, and, you know, you see scenes from... I guess his role as this mafia um, leader, you see him with his mother and the relationship there, obviously the, the relationship he has with his wife as well uh, which isn't the most uh, healthy relationship there. Um, and you know, you get some, some really cool scenes. You get the, the ducks um, that you mentioned there in his pool and you know, he, he jumps in the pool when they're swimming and then they fly away and that, that causes him to have uh, a panic attack um, or heart attack. So, uh, I think it is, a, is an awesome pilot episode. Uh, I'm going to definitely going to watch the the whole series because like, you know, it's one of those shows that you sort of have to watch uh, at one point or another. Um, I'm surprised it's taken me this long, to be honest. Uh, but like you, I'm yeah. like you, I'm already invested in um, a number of other shows at the moment that I want to finish first. Uh, I've mentioned it on the podcast many times, but I'm doing a, a wire rewatch I'm up to season three of the wire uh now um so i'm gonna finish that first before i take on another show uh umbrella academy just came out as well yeah, i need two. to watch
1: that need to watch that
0: i need to watch that as well um i'm also watching dragon ball super as a you uh picking up where i left off with that so yeah i've got i've got too many shows going on right now but it was interesting to see that pilot and i've, I've it was enough to make me want to continue on and i mean also the fact that it is critically acclaimed so yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah out of, that's out of the those, thing man i'll definitely give it a crack out of those did you say you watched four or five episodes i've watched five episodes okay I, i'm pretty sure i've seen five right so out but of those i haven't f- watched in a few weeks
0: so does each episode get better or is it just kind of yeah so pretty- i
1: think from i've found for me personally i think each episode for me has gone a bit better gets a bit more interesting and you get to see more in, you get to see like the more, you know, violent side of like the life of a mafia boss. Right. And like his people that were his hitmen, and the people that do his, his suppliers and all that kind of stuff. And then you kind of see his relationship with like his children as well. You get an idea about how like his family life is. And then him and his, him and his mom like they get into like a lot of heated arguments and stuff, which caused him to then have more panic attacks and stuff, which is really interesting, but I won't say anything else, but, so I am definitely going to get into it and keep going. But like you said, I was watching The Walking Dead. i finished that now. I started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. I'm now watching Dragon Ball Super. Even I had to skip the last episode of The Great Saiyan Man. Just had yeah, to just couldn't do it. There's some tough fillers so, in there. Yeah. So no, I'm definitely keen because like you, like you said before, everybody talks about how good this show is and that how it's so iconic. It's one of the best shows of all time. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of like Breaking Bad was sort of the same. You know, Breaking Bad was a bit slow at the start, but then each season kind of gets bigger and better. So I'm thinking that's where the the Sopranos is going, I think.
0: Yeah, to that point as well, like you sort of mentioned there, you know, these all-time great shows are a bit slow to start. I mean, The Wire is another show that people sort of say is one of the best shows of all time as well. And that's very similar as well. Like that's pretty slow to start off um you know particularly those first few episodes are quite slow and then it really ramps up uh, and now I'm I'm hooked um yeah so i think yeah like you said these great shows they they kind of have to build that foundation first and you know it just has some amazing acting in it uh but that's what the, you want. You, yeah. you you mentioned curb your enthusiasm there that's a show that i i recently finished watching The newest season, and obviously, they've signed on to do another season, which I can't wait uh, to watch when that eventually comes out. Who knows with COVID? uh, What did you think of of Curb? I know you're a fan.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. And the thing I like about it is just it's just easy to watch, and I don't need to be like fully paying attention, I don't need to be like focused the whole time. Like, I just have it on in the background when I'm doing other stuff. And I just find that it is... In, I like it. It's interesting. Like I said, the, I think the longest episode's are like 28 minutes, which is fine. You don't want anything more than that. And like you like you mentioned when you kept telling me about it, it is very similar to that kind of Seinfeld sort of um, idea, but a little bit more crude like you mentioned. Hmm. And I think Larry David's hilarious. So, and then I just, as you know, in his all his like roles that he played in the Seinfeld, in the show, I just loved. So it's kind of cool to see him like playing himself like a fictional version of himself and like what life's like in LA as like a reti- he's like supposed to be retired, blah, blah, blah. So I've really enjoyed it. And I've liked how there's all these different cameos of like famous actors and actresses and stuff like that. And I just recently watching the one where uh, his agent like set up a meeting with him and Jason Alexander <laughs> and they're like talking about working together on something else. And then how Jason Alexander's talking about how he just can't get any roles because they all want to just be George. And then him and Larry David have a massive argument about like, how George is perceived and why he's such a good character and stuff. So that was good. So I really enjoyed that. But I mean, I've been wanting to ask you a question if you don't mind. Hit me. So you've been watching the wire. Yes. You're up to season three now. Like yep. I, I'm pretty sure i watched maybe the pilot years and years ago. I didn't get, I obviously didn't invest time in it, but obviously you have quite a lot. What about it do you like? So, it's, first of all, the
0: acting is amazing in it. Um, you know, it's got some some really interesting roles um, and it's got some actors that have gone on to do some really big things. Um, Idris Elba's in it. He's, you know, huge now. Uh, it's got a young Michael B. Jordan in it as well. Um, Your boy. But, but yeah, but what I really like about it is there's not one sort of main character. There's kind of like a a lot of important characters. Um, and it's obviously about the drug trade in Baltimore. Um, so it, it's, you kind of got two sides. You've got, um, you know, the drug dealers and then you've got the, the um, you know law enforcement, the, the police and the uh, detectives there. Um, but there's so many characters that are, are crucial to the story. There isn't, you know, one main character that, like in Breaking Bad, for example, you know, you've got your main character there or your main, you know, two characters. Um where is this there's a lot of important characters. And, you know, season one, you know, without giving too much away, season one, you know, has a number of important characters. And then season two adds on to that. Uh, and there's sort of another sort of group comes into it. Um, I haven't watched past season two yet, so I'm up to season three. So it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, if they bring more characters in because it is quite heavy on the the number of um pretty important characters to the storyline. Um, so I think that's what I really like about it. Um, and it, it's, it's one of these shows that each episode will leave you with something, uh, wanting more. So, you know, you want to watch the next episode, um, which is, is what great shows do really well. Um, you know, you mentioned Breaking Bad. That was one of the shows that did that brilliantly. In the end of every episode, you want to watch the next one. Um, yep. and, that, that's and Ozark makes, too. Ozark as well. You know, that's what makes a great show. And, you know, people say The Wire is one of the best of all time, like The Sopranos, like Breaking Bad uh so yeah like like i've said on the podcast this is the first time i've ever watched the wire so i'm not someone who has watched it before um and you know concurrently at the same time i'm watch i'm listening to uh the ringers uh deep dive podcast on the wire uh which is really cool with jamel hill and van latham so they break down each episode um so it's really cool so you know i'll watch an episode or two and then i'll I'll listen to the podcast where they they uh, review that episode. And then, you know, they sort of do what we've done on the podcast before at the end of each season, they give, give awards out, uh, which is really cool as well. So I I would also suggest that, you know, obviously you're watching a number of shows at the moment, but you know, when you have a a free slot that you start the wire as well, now that you've got binge uh, that would be a recommendation uh, of mine to you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Good to know. Uh, I've got, I've got a question for you. So you've obviously watched Seinfeld and now you're watching Curb and they're, you know, obviously they're both Larry David, uh, but Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld in, involved in both. So I was going to ask you, who's a better character in your opinion, Jerry Seinfeld or Larry David in their respective shows? That's a good question. Oh, it's
1: hard. Well. I think it's hard because I've literally only just started Kerb, right? I've only, yeah. I'm literally up to season two. So I've only yeah. just started it. And then I've watched all of Seinfeld a few, few times and it's hard. And like, I know there's a lot of people that say like, you know, in Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, he can't really act very well. Like he always like can't keep his straight face when he's trying to laugh. Yeah. See, I disagree up. with that. I disagree but I just think I, that. that's the thing. I don't, I disagree as well. I think he's great in Seinfeld. I yeah. reckon he's he's perfect for the role. And I love... And I don't mind if he's, like, trying not to smirk off camera yeah. and stuff like that. But I think he's a good actor. Yeah. And obviously, I love Larry David. Like, in his Curb, he's hilarious because he's just, like, a head case. And he just, like, blows up about everything. And he just gets <laughs> in the heaps of funny situations that no one would... You'd never think you'd get into. Um, but I think just for me at the moment, I'm going to have to stay with Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld. Just simply because I really enjoy... Him and I've watched Seinfeld so many times, and he's awesome in it. And I've only just started Curb Your Enthusiasm, so I don't. Know. I reckon let me watch a few more seasons, and then we can review that, and then I'll have a think about it again, and then I'll give you another um, answer. How about you though? What do you reckon? You've seen obviously you've yeah. watched heaps of Curb, and you're you've seen Seinfeld. So for you, is it Jerry or is it Larry? Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Like I, that's what I was just thinking about it then, and i I was kind of like. I
0: wonder who I'd pick, and I, like I've watched both of them um, throughout, obviously, uh, and, and first of all, like you, you said there, I don't think Jerry's a bad actor at all either. I think the way he acts is perfect for the show, and I think he he doesn't like overact at all, which I think is is perfect in that show. Obviously, Kramer and george do but that like that's not a criticism that's like that's just their character that suits their character whereas jerry doesn't need to do that so i think he cops a little bit because of that whereas in a show where you've got two like really over the top characters um and you know there's that you know everyone always says like you know he's almost laughing in each scene and stuff but you know i think that just adds to the show so i wanted to say that firstly Yeah, But um, I, I, think, I, I think I probably prefer Larry David as a character. That being said, I prefer Seinfeld as a show. Seinfeld's, you know, my favorite show probably of all time. Uh, but yeah, I think Larry David is, I, I like, and, I mean, maybe that's because I, I've just, you know, watched Curb. Well, you've just recently, watched, so recently yeah, watched it well, all. I've only just started. So, you know, um. So maybe we revisit this when I do another Seinfeld rewatch. But yeah, I, I like, you know, they're both amazing characters and both amazing shows,
1: uh, Kerb and Seinfeld. Easy. I like it. Good. All right, Sizzle, I've got a question for you. Hit me. All right, the NBA's back. Came yes. back this weekend. Yes. Started on Friday. I don't know about you but i've been super, i've been waiting for this for months and oh, yeah. i'm so glad it's back because man i needed some more sport like i'm glad afl's back and footy but you know me i love watching the nba and i wanted to see it and so far you know in the bubble life in the bubble playing in the bubble bubble how up. do you find yeah how do you find like the games compared to what they normally be like yeah so i first of all i'm
0: like so happy that the NBA is back. Um, I've spent this pretty much the majority of this weekend watching NBA, uh, so it's been great. I am actually loving it. Like I thought it would be quite difficult to enjoy without you know fans in attendance and without the the teams playing in their their arenas. Obviously, there's no real home court advantage now, but I think the NBA has done such an amazing job to provide such an awesome viewing experience I think it's it's super cool how they've got the virtual fans behind the score table I think that really adds to it we've seen some even some players jump on Chris Bosch was spotted jumping on there Kerry Kittles as well which was pretty cool to see Um, and I think the other really cool thing is, is about it is because they don't have fans they've got heaps more room to to work with so they've got like heaps and heaps of cameras so there's all these different cool camera angles uh, that get displayed throughout the, the viewing experience so i'm actually loving it like i i don't mind it at all i mean obviously you miss the atmosphere especially for you know the playoffs that's going to be something that is a bit of a shame to miss out on because that playoff and particularly finals experience and atmosphere is just you know there's nothing really better than it uh but yeah, I'm actually loving it. And it's, it's just great to have the NBA back. I can't wait till the, the actual playoffs begin after we get through these seeding games. What about yourself? How have you found it?
1: Yeah, so like you, I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it. I'm glad it's back. But yeah, like, I really appreciate how they've got like the different camera angles now. And I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind that the fans aren't there. It's not that much of a big deal for me. I like kind of hearing the players talking and the players' voices, and they're making comments, they're cheering, they're yelling, and, and you are hearing like this, you know, the sneakers squeaking around the court. Well, I, I, I kind of like that atmosphere. I think it brings it makes it feel more realistic for me. Obviously, because when I used to play basketball, we never had big crowds or anything, but you know the sounds of like on, on the court and stuff like that. So I definitely enjoy that, and I also love how you don't have you know heaps of people super close to the court anymore, and like behind the rings, and then like. You can just watch the players. They just go. They just drive 100 miles an hour straight at the rack, not worrying about running into people. So I feel like they're going a lot harder when it comes to those, like, to driving and stuff like that. So I've really enjoyed that. So yeah, I like it. I think it's good. It's same. I like it. I appreciate how they've all got. They got like you know the Black Lives Matter yeah. words on their jerseys. That's really cool. I appreciate that. I like it. It's a good atmosphere. It's good to be back. I'm happy with the bubble. It's not the end of the world for me that there's not a big crowd cheering and making noises. I'm happy just to hear the actual natural sounds of the arena. So,
0: And I, I feel like the, the quality of basketball has been pretty good as well. Like I thought there might be like a period of time where we see some pretty like, you know, scrappy uh, and rusty basketball. Um, but, you know, the quality has been pretty good. Obviously, there's been some really high scoring games as we've seen. But uh, you know the the players and the teams are are pretty well conditioned. Obviously, you know they're NBA athletes. So of course, they are going to be. But yeah, I thought it was just going to be a little bit uh, a little bit more scrappy. But it's it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, it's so, been good, and it's only going to get better. Obviously, so yeah, it's great to have the NBA back there. Who are you still picking with your sticking with your pick?
1: Yeah, I'm hoping I'm I want Portland to sneak in in the West. Hey, hey, like they, look, they looked them. good yesterday. And then Mallow looks good. He's slimmed down heaps. Yeah. I watched the highlights. He hit those two big threes at the end of the game. Standard Mallow, three piece to the head. Gotta love that. So I like Paul and like be, I'm keen for them to make it. But then I also, yeah, and saying that, I also I like Memphis too. But for me, I would love to see Mallow in the playoffs, just in the playoffs again, because he's, I want him to go, I just want him to go fire in the playoffs for a change. But, you know, we'll see. How about you? How's your, what about your picks? Yeah, I mean, like, like I've said on the podcast, the, before the Clippers are my pick to
0: win it win it all. Uh they obviously lost to the Lakers yesterday and then they just absolutely destroyed the
1: Pelicans today. uh yeah. the Lakers lost to the Raptors. They did, yes. Was, Carl Lowry. The Lakers, the Lakers a, are still my they're still my game. pick, but yeah. So Uh, But yeah, I've still
0: got the Clippers like I think these seeding games like it's just going to be like those top teams They're just sort of getting back into their groove and you know that it's not as important Like home court's not really that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah home court doesn't mean anything So, you know, we've seen some teams like, you know Not play certain players in certain, you know situations and whatnot So, you know, I I don't think these games mean all that much to those top teams. Um So I'm still going with the Clippers there um but yeah, I, I really want Portland to make it. I really hope they sneak in there. Uh, oh, that win yesterday against Memphis is obviously huge. And the
1: Pelicans lost. Pelicans, too. yeah, have lost two straight well, now. They lost again, yeah, so that helps.
0: Yeah, so um, they need Memphis to lose, really. that's what they, they need to keep winning and Memphis to lose if they want, yeah. want, want to make it. But yeah, I can see them sneaking in there. And if they do, you know, they're, they're a, uh, a tasty team there with Dame. You know, well, Dame, yeah. is he's proven in the playoffs uh, to be clutch. Obviously, they haven't gone to the finals yet, but... You know, he can um, definitely make some noise, you know, if, if uh, McCullum continues to do what he does as well. And then they've got some some of the players back that, you know, are crucial to their team. You know, Nurkic there, um, he, he's going to help them. Um, and, you know, Zach Collins as well.
1: So, yeah, I, I'd like to see Portland make it. I really would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're a good team to watch as well. I like them. Like, I like Damon Lillard. You know, he's like an explosive scorer. He's also really athletic and, you know, we love Melo. So let's, we just want to see, we just want to see more. We just want to stay Melo, man. We need more Melo in the playoffs. Exactly. That's right. When that three, didn't Portland make did Yeah. Did Portland make the Western conference finals last year? I swear they did. Yes. they played 16 games last year. Yeah. Yeah. So they were in the Western conference finals last year. So they're definitely a team that's proven to win Mm. and tell you what, I wouldn't want to verse them in the first round of the playoffs. If their team's full strength and they've snuck in, they could definitely make some noise. Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: All right, Quinny, before we go, I want to get a top five off you. Now, this comes after Snoop Dogg recently revealed his top 10 MCs of all time. So, he obviously comes from a bit of a different era to you and I, but he had his, his top 10 was included Slick Rick, Ice Cube, LL Cool J, KRS1, Rakim, Run from Run DMC, D from DMC, Big Daddy Kane, Ice T, and Too Short. All right, so that's Snoop's top 10 MCs of all time. Now, this is putting you on the spot here, but I want you to give me not your top 10 because that's going to be tough, I want your top five, no particular order. Top ten, sorry, top five MCs of all time. Who not favourite? Like who do you think the best five are? So just pretty much the no best order. five rappers.
1: Yes, best five rappers. Um, alright, putting you on the spot. This here. is Eminem. Yeah, Eminem for sure. Get yeah. Eminem in there. Um, Nas, I love Nas. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. I do love. Biggie, notorious B.I.G., and then I love Andre three sacks. Oh, that is a good. That's up. probably my five. Yeah, yeah, that's probably who I'm going with. And they're they're probably the only rappers that I would listen to consistently. Probably like on my like you know on Spotify or something. Yeah, like I know Jay Z is cool, but I don't. I I'd, I'd rather not over Jay Z, but that's just me. Um, and then yeah, Eminem's a lock. Kendrick Lamar spits some serious fire. And then, you know, got to get him in. Biggie, love me some Biggie. And then, you know me, I love old school Outkast. And I love Andre 3000's flow, man. How about you? What's yours top five? Yeah, I
0: was sort of thinking about this because I knew you'd ask me as well. And mine's very similar to yours, to be honest. Like I've got Nas in there. I've got Kendrick in there. I've got Eminem in there as well. Uh, And then mine differs from you here. So I actually have Rakim in mine as well. Uh, and then I have to top out my list and I actually don't like listen to him a lot, but I do respect how good he is and that's Jay-Z.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've never really. Like, I respect Jay-Z and I haven't really listened to that Rakeem guy, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, you should. It, well, that's fair enough. That's I a mean, solid five though. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, you got Nas and Jay-Z in there though. Yeah, I'm I know. Surprised. Yeah, yeah. Put them both. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But it's... like Illmatic still one of my favorite rap albums, man. I know oh, it's yeah. old school, but it, I know it's like everyone says. Yeah, it's like it's, it's such a good rap. I love it. Like I can listen to it start to New finish, York State please. of Mind. New York State of Mind. Yeah, it's Illmatic. That's right. But then you yeah. can't Slim Shady, man. You can't beat him, Slim Shady. Yeah, rap god. He's
0: exactly. You know, he, he's a rap god. There. Little Wayne almost made it. You almost snuck in there.
1: I thought, I thought, I thought for sure you would have had Wheezy in there, but you know what? Actually, that's all right. I'm gonna change my list. Who are you swapping him out with, though? I'm gonna switch out.
0: It? I'm gonna switch out Lil Wayne for Rakim purely because Lil Wayne was more influential for my interest in rap.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like for our generation, we didn't listen to Rakeem. Yeah. Like, listen to Little Wayne, I've listened to enough
0: of Rakeem to understand Hendrix. That he's amazing. Uh, but Lil Wayne, like I grew up on Lil Wayne. Like that's what, you know, he was the greatest rapper, you know. Silver came, best rapper alive. And at that time for me, he was. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to throw him in there. I'm, I'm going to change that. Young Wheezy, baby. <laughs> Young Mullah. Young right, Mula, he- baby.
1: I think that brings us to the end of the podcast. Unless you've got anything else you
0: want to add on your birthday.
1: Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. So, you know, I'm just going to say shout out to my family, my friends. Thanks for coming over last night. I appreciate it. Appreciate all the happy birthday wishes too. And also I appreciate those um, vouchers that I was given for my, as a present from my family and friends, which was good. So shout out to those guys. So they're my shout outs of the week. And that's about it. Yeah, well, I want to give you a shout out as well and say happy birthday uh thanks fam it was great to see
0: you this weekend for your birthday so what are you gonna how are you gonna celebrate the the rest of the day and and night are you gonna you know have a have a because obviously you live alone in in young and you know covid makes things a little bit difficult but you gonna you're gonna cut some cake you're gonna have a beer like what are you gonna do
1: yeah so the plan is uh my friend friend of mine from work is gonna make me some she's making me a roast dinner oh nice which would be awesome and then i've got i think another four or five friends from work coming over as well for dinner and a few drinks so i'll just have a few sneaky ones and have eat some food and then i'll work tomorrow well happy birthday enjoy i want to give a shout out to Thank caleb you. as well for sending in that um
0: review yep. he you never know he might review uh the, the updated team the list. yeah, yeah I reckon i'll he, still go on top <laughs> we'll see um yeah well tell your brother your mother your sister your cousin tell everyone about the podcast you can hit Everybody. us up on instagram sizzle and quiddy uh we're also personally on instagram samuel finlay s2091 yeah so send us in if you've got any questions send us in review anything you want like you know this podcast we don't have, have a plan we just sort of go with the flow so you it's know raw. it's raw It's um yeah until next time we'll be seeing you well we won't be seeing you we'll be talking to you
1: i'm millie i'm millie i'm millie i'm millie, I'm millie.